Today's Eco Report feature will consist of a live in-studio interview with Forest Alliance member Dave Simcox. He and Juliana Daly are joining us now. Good morning, Eco Report listeners. I'm Juliana Daly, and I am sitting here with Dave Simcox, who is with a new grassroots citizens group called Mind the Gap. Dave, tell me all about Mind the Gap. Well, thank you, Juliana, for uh, inviting me in. Uh, this new grassroots group is uh, consisted of uh, citizens in Monroe, Morgan, and Marion County. Uh, we're working to protect the Low Gap area and its backcountry from logging. We have a sister group in Brown County called uh, Wild Tecumseh Friends. You can find us at mindthelowgap at gmail.com. Can you tell me a little bit about the backcountry, which is, I know Mind the Group is uh, really involved with that. Well, thank you. Uh, first, just as a reminder, when we're talking about logging, we're talking about our state forests, not our state parks. Uh, logging is not permitted in, a, in state parks. Um, but the backcountry lies in the Morgan Monroe and Yellowwood uh, state forests. Um, of course, between uh, Bloomington and Martinsville, just east of 37. And just north of Lake Lemon in, the, in Monroe County still is the Morgan Monroe state forest. Um, Threading through that area is the beautiful Tecumseh Trail coming in from the west and crossing Logap Road. And um, proceeding uh, north and, and east, it goes through some of the oldest growth woods that we have in our entire area. Um, as you reach Bear Lake, you've now crossed from Monroe into Brown County and into Yellowwood State Forest as a result. All of this uh, between Low Gap Road and, uh, and Bear Lake is the Low Gap State Wild Area and the backcountry. I love that word, backcountry. So what is backcountry? <laughs> so the backcountry. Um, 2,700 acres in um, Morgan Monroe and Yellowwood was set aside in 1981 by Governor Orr as a place to be maintained in a wild state, quote-unquote, rugged primitive areas. Uh, the DNR statement at the time said, it will offer an experience of visiting a forested area looking much the same as it may have appeared a century and a half ago, unquote. Shortly thereafter, other governors created additional backcountry areas throughout the state forest system. So for three decades, um, the promises to preserve the backcountry in uh, the Low Gap were upheld by the DNR. Then, um, early in the 2000s with the change of administration, the Daniels administration came in, and logging started to expand throughout the state forests. And in 2009-2010, the DNR logged at least two areas in the backcountry on the Morgan Monroe side. So what are the issues here? What's going on? Well, um, earlier this uh, month, August 3rd to be exact, the Department of Forestry, which is part of the DNR, and I kind of refer to uh, using either name, proposed to log 299 acres on three tracks on the Yellowwood State Forest side of the backcountry. These are sizable cuts, and um, certainly descri as they're described, these are aggressive, selective cuts, uh, maybe anywhere from a dozen to 40 trees per acre on this almost 300-acre track. So let me just be clear for listeners that... Um, don't know, the DNR doesn't do the logging. They select the tracks and tag the trees and then bids come in from private companies who then actually do the work. I know our listeners uh, have a, 
affinity for yellow wood. So um, that there are a lot of concerns here. So what are the concerns? Well, um, I have four of them listed here. I'll go into some detail. Um, first, these cuts and roadways will destroy the wilderness character of the backcountry. It's a hugely popular area for hiking and camping, and certainly the nature of that area is going to be um, changed. Uh, number two, these are some of the oldest trees in the entire area, um, recently aged as, as much as 50 years, and we know most of the area has been logged 100 years ago, so these are some old trees that uh, need to be preserved. And um, then Blitz, conducted by the Indiana Forest Alliance, lies right in the crosshairs of, this, uh, of these logging plans. And this uh, science study, which is the most extensive in the state forest system, um, has been running for four years, is nearly completed, and it provides a baseline for what our oldest forest could um, have in the way of uh, various species from animal, plant, trees, etc., cetera, um, that inhabit that. And finally, the big, another concern is that with the Tecumseh Trail going through there, that it will be diverted if these logging plans go forward, as it has on numerous occasions along its 42-mile path down to Lake Monroe. And once these logging roads are laid in and the forests are deep cut, then the nature of this trail is going to be destroyed, and uh, we'll talk about that later if we have time. So... Um you have an ask here, don't you? I do. I've got an ask. And the ask is for folks to pick up the phone and call Governor Holcomb, who, at the end of the day, the buck stops there. And uh, his phone number, 317-232-4567, very easy. Uh, ask him to cancel these logging plans and to protect the, the low gap backcountry um, in perpetuity. Okay. So can you give me some information about your position on logging? Well, I, I like to think that I, I look at it from a balanced standpoint. I'm not anti-logging. Um, that uh, I do think there needs to be areas that are conserved and left, left untouched. Um, we've pushed for a 10% set aside in conservation. Um, the DNR um, protested against that in a, in a recent Senate hearing, Senate Bill 420, where we had a hearing um, in the Natural Resources Committee. And um, so we're hoping that we can still get something set aside in which there will be no logging. Um, so I just hope that we, that the DNR will sit down with citizens and listen to the concerns and work in a collaborative manner to address them. So um, I know the Indiana Forest Alliance uh, does an eco blitz, and maybe some of our readers do not know what eco blitz is. Could you tell us about that? Well, sure. So this is a the most extensive field science research project in the state forest system consisting of scientists, university professors, and scores of volunteers that get out at, at all times of night and day um, to uh, survey and take counts of the various creatures and the, and the plants and trees um, in the system. And like I said before, this baseline is important. If you're going to understand what impact your actions are going to have on the forest, the first thing you need to know is what's there to begin with. And this is, the, this is some of the oldest growth forests that we have in the area. So uh, we've already found that there's an amazing number, uh, compared to other forests in the Midwest, um, huge number of uh, species diversity and numbers of species counts that have been coming out of this the last three years and this is our final year of that. The problem is that the logging track number three is right in the heart of the Eco Blitz area in which all this work has been done. 
What is the data or data does the DNR use to gauge impact on wildlife? Well, so they use a database uh, that's not actually a field research that's done by them. And um, just uh, this database is managed by the DNR uh, State Preserves and um, has some qualifiers there, but they're not actually using the EcoBlitz data that's been generated and turned into them each year, which we would think would be a great uh, starting point to establish the baseline for their uh, logging proposals. And their proposals don't refer to any of this when, um, when you read them online. Has the DNR objected to conserving some of the state forest? Well, I'd mentioned before that um, they uh, protested against the 10%, and it's in their strategic plan to conserve 10% of their state forests as older growth or old growth conditions. And um, Senate Bill 420 tried to hold their feet to the fire, and there was a lot of pushback on that. For example, states like Pennsylvania, which has been a leader in forestry for hundreds of years, sets aside 25% of their state forests for conservation and no logging. And I think Indiana is kind of behind the curve when you look at other Midwestern states as well. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I think we're starting to run out of time. Yes. Um, do you, I know you're going to have a booth at um, the uh, farmer's market this weekend? No, on September 2nd, Labor Day. Okay, Labor Day and, weekend. But we will be at the Pride Fest as well. Okay, and you're our, passing and out cards? We have cards and brochures, and then people can sign up and learn more about how to get involved because this is the time to get involved. Please do that. Uh, why don't you tell people again uh, how they can contact directly um, uh, Governor Holcomb uh, and uh, anything else that they can do besides uh, showing up at any kind of events that you may be having. Okay, so again, our email is mindthelowgap at gmail.com and uh, send us a request. We can send you some information, but you can easily call Governor Holcomb at 317-232-4567 and just basically ask him to stop the logging proposals in the low, in the low gap backcountry. Thank you so much, Dave. It was really a pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you. Are you an environmental activist, an expert on a particular issue of environmental concern? A concerned citizen interested in learning more about local and national environmental issues, EcoReport is seeking volunteer reporters to contribute short headline news stories as well as feature interviews. We provide all the technical training you'll need. For more information, email us at earth at wfhb.org or call 812-323-1200.